wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming. It's not a bizarre that won't get you into his heart. Whoa, look at the bar. <laughs> All you gotta do is hold him and squeeze him and kiss him and love him. Just do it. And after you do, you will be his. You will be his. <laughs> Welcome to the On Call Room, Grey's Anatomy podcast, where we sing tunes and we fist bump when we say it right. <laughs> will you turn that bar down a little bit? Always. Just a tad. Because um, I feel like I'm loud in here. Okay. Uh, that was really great. Yeah, I, that was a cold open. Right Listeners, there. if you were wondering, the name of the episode is Wishing... Wait, what is it? It's Wish Wishing it? and Hoping. Yeah, <laughs> if you were wondering, we just really wanted to sing we that song. We should look up every song before it and then, like, try to sing it. Yeah, that could be a new, um, like, uh, part thing. of thing. Like, or I wish we could, like, open every episode with the actual song. Yeah, but then what about our theme music? Oh, that <laughs> we just meld it together <laughs> and it's like a really bad remix yeah um hi i don't need my phone my notes are not um hey how i felt bad i texted you this weekend hi i i really didn't have time to talk but i just wanted you to know <laughs> that i was like thinking about you and that i because i hadn't talked to you well that was okay because i actually i didn't respond right away i was at a you, well, you asked questions and then I never answered Oh, them. it's fine. Whatever. I just... It was like one of those like, hey, thinking I'm about still you. Here. I'm still here. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I knew you were busy and I figured we'd get to the questions and the answers at some point. Yeah. So, okay, listeners, I had an eventful five days. I... Like, Brie had her Florida thing, her car was stolen, she moved in with someone, and now it's my turn. Yeah. Um, Let's hear it. I'm going to give you three options and you can pick which one you want to hear first. Okay. Okay, the first word is surprise, the second word is bats, and the third word is ding-dong ditch. But Ooh. I was going to just give you ding-dong, well, <laughs> which should go many ways. I feel like we should always start with a surprise. Okay, so surprise! Boo! I should have just done that. Um, that's it. Pick cool. your next one. <laughs> um, no, so uh, listeners, I have a great friend. He was on the podcast. Sure was. He was the most unknowledgeable Grays person we've ever had on the show. <laughs> he sang Cats, and um, his name is Wynn Wiley. He's a photographer and a friend of mine. And I um, went and surprised him. The people that we go to Honduras to see who I've talked about on the podcast, they were in, in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where they live. And so I went and I surprised them and it was fun because the surprise is great because it's a little selfish sometimes surprises. Yeah. I feel like you kind of do it for, for the yourself. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but also it was great and I, it was just really fun. Totally caught. Like they had no fucking clue. Did they cry? Wynn said in, I quote him, I have a tear. <laughs> so sort of. Um, okay, one tear. Yeah, and... Uh, You're worth a tear, Abby. I'm worth one tear. <laughs> it was just really great because I knew they would all kind of have their own lives and be busy, and I was like, I didn't have any expectations. Normally, if I would have come, there would have been, like, planning, because that's mm -hmm. how I am. So I went to Nebraska with zero plans other than, like, whoever's free to hang out, like, I'll be around. 
And it was amazing because I know a bunch of people there now. So I just kind of bounced between people. Did Where did you stay? I stayed, this leads into bats. So this okay, is a great, a great segue. So I stayed with um, Wynn's friends and now my friends, Kelsey and Lauren, they have a house. Kelsey owns it. Kelsey is very similar to me. Mm-hmm. We are like similar personality type. She owns the house and whatever. And they had a couple, like three weeks ago on their Instagram stories, there had been a bat swooping in their living room and they like, Fuck and, bats. and I thought it was like, I funny, like, cause it was, I wasn't there. Like yeah. I was just watching and I like was like, LOL, LOL, that bat better not be there when I get there. And she's like, don't worry. It's, we got it out. Whatever. I think when you have a bat, you think like, that's just one. You no, know, but they're getting in somewhere. Yeah. Our apartment, we get bats. I haven't had one since living there yet, oh, but they have a bat box. Oh, that's helpful, but not for your neighbors because it, like, draws them. No, I mean, like, it's a shoe box. That yeah, they, I know. A bat box. Oh, That catch. they use to catch them. <laughs> they call it the bat box. Oh, they also, people put those on their houses. Oh, no, so no, that, no, no, Okay, no. Um, I was like, that's bad for your neighbors. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so we'd heard, I made them retell the bat story when I was there. It was very vivid in my mind. And then we come back the second, the first night, nothing happened. Second night, we are come back from the bar at like 1.30 in the morning. Kel- uh, Kelsey had only had like one drink. So she was fine. I had more than one, let's say. <laughs> and it was fine too. But like I go in, in the one bedroom I'm sleeping in. They're sharing a room so I can have a bed. Kelsey is in the bathroom. Lauren is already sleeping because she has to wake up at 3.30 for work the next day. Ew. So we're all in separate rooms with the door shut. Or I have the door open and there's a dog in my room. And all of a sudden I like kind of see something out of the corner of my eye. But I was in that mode where I'm like, don't. It, it's, it was nothing. Yeah. But the dog gets up off the bed and like trots over to the living room. And all of a sudden I just see the dog like his head going like right, left. And I oh. see a fucking bat. And like yeah. honestly... Probably like a forearm in like it was a big fucker and like just swoop swoop like flying oh, back and forth in no. the living room and we're down a little hallway. I slam my door shut and I go, Kelsey, there's a bat. <laughs> and like Lauren wakes up and just out of a slumber and just goes, we have to get out. <laughs> She's like very afraid of bats. We have to get and out. Just, that she just woke up out of her sleep and said that. Kelsey then is like, where's Indy, the dog? And I was like, oh, he's out in the living room. Because in my, if it was my dog, I'd have been like, get it, McCoy. Like, fucking do your job as a dog. Yeah. I wasn't really thinking about like rabies or, because the percentage that have rabies, I think is like. It's pretty low. Yeah. And so I would have, I was like, good job, Indy. Goodbye. And I shut the door. Kelsey's like calling Indy to get him back in. Like, they were all like, he can't be out there. He's a puppy. Whatever. Um, Does he have a shot? Yeah. But whatever. So Kelsey gets Indy in the bathroom. So now we are all in separate rooms but they're they're all at the end of the hall so like all next to each other speaking through the door and like what do we i just kept going what do we do and then no one would say anything like what what and kelsey and like Lauren, what time is it my two in the morning at this oh. point so you, no one's awake like you can't call your neighbor right like whatever and and none of us have lauren has her phone but kelsey and i don't have our phones because it's on the kitchen counter so we like oh, just got no. i have my laptop though so i like pull it open and i start because you can text on it and i texted win and he was like dying of laughter which then made like i was having an inappropriate response oh yeah like it was so stressful so you were church laughing i was laughing so hard but into my blanket because like Lauren was crying and Kelsey was, it's her house. So like, she was like, gotta figure this out. She said that she was standing at her door, just like head on the, on it, just pacing going like, it has to be me. 
Like it has to be me. Cause she knew Lauren wouldn't do it. And she's like, I'm a guest. And like, yeah. I think that's why I was laughing. Cause this would normally to me happen at my house right. where I would fucking have to do it. And, and so I was just like, I don't know. I was crying with laughter. Then at one point Lauren's like, Abby, I'm going to come into your room. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I have a direct shot. So I peek and I'm like, okay, it's still swooping around. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I think you just have to go like ready. We both open our doors, which causes like wind. And that's how bats like see. Yeah. And I shit you not, like all of a sudden it is like, I see its belly. Like all I remember is see, and like I scream and slam my door. Lauren screams. And that's when she started crying. Oh. And just because she was silent. I was like, you okay? Nothing. So she was crying. I don't know how, how I have Kelsey. I think that was when she was like, all right. And like, I have to do something. She gets the dog into Lauren's room. It's her dog. And so that was like helpful. And then she's like, Abby, I'm going out there. And she puts a towel over her head. And at this point, oh, also I kept saying, do you need me to go out the window? Do you need me like, <laughs> why, why, why <laughs> to open the front door? Oh, I- but the front door was locked. So I but I kept saying it like, do you need me to crawl? Yeah, like when you don't know what else to say, <laughs> like just you saying. just keep repeating it. Like one time we had to take my dad to the emergency room and I <laughs> stared at my closet and I said, where are my clothes? Where are my clothes? It's like that moment. Yeah, just yeah. Panic. I kept alternating. What do we do? And do you need me to go out the window? And then also put on a hoodie is what I kept saying. Cause like, I don't know, then it won't yeah. get caught in your hair. I yeah. Don't. It won't like, land on I your head saying, and make your head its home. <laughs> put on a hoodie put on a hoodie so Kelsey I peek out again and this time I don't see it and I was like okay I think the coast is clear and she's on all fours crawling down the hallway with a towel over her oh head oh my god so A I have the vision of her doing that and she goes don't even tell me don't even tell me if you see it like don't even just don't. and I kept going you're clear you're clear you're clear because I don't know why and then she gets to the back door, which I had broken the lock earlier that day on accident, so that she forgot, and she was like, the back door won't open, and I was like, you need to go to the front door, and so she, oh then I see her, like, crawl across, she opens the front door, she gets outside, and we were hoping for it to, like, fly out. Right, it never happens that way. Never fucking flew out, and then we couldn't find it. Like, it wasn't flying around. Yeah. And we were trapped, so we all get in the same room at that point, and, like, again, Lauren's crying, I can't stop laughing, like, and then we call animal control, who says there's one lady on call, a lady, and her name is Debbie. Oh, fucking Debbie. If you can picture the quintessential animal control woman that works on call in the middle of the night, it is Debbie. You can call someone in the middle of the night? There you can, apparently. She has box dye red hair, like the most red (laughs) you've ever seen. She looks like she could be on Reno 911. Like red from... Like oh, orange, no, like from red from orange. Yes, to the exact yeah. same color. And she has on an all khaki outfit with like a big utility belt, a net, a walkie-talkie <laughs> with a big ass wire that like like. Yes. Just, and she has a peanuts, like literally like a peanuts container that she's gonna put the bat in, and a net. And she yes. comes and a flashlight, and she's you know like like SVUing it like <laughs> through the thing and. I feel like she looks around for it, but not extra hard. Yeah. Like, and also it took her like 20 minutes to get there. So at this point it's like three in the morning Yeah, and she's doing that and she can't find it. And I was like, Kelsey, you need to like tell her we'll pay her under the counter to like stay here until that fucking bat comes out. Like I'm not going to bed. Yeah. And so anyways, she couldn't find it. And she like kind of convinced us that it probably got out, you know, or it's sleeping now. I'm like, like <laughs> why <Cool>. now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, we have to go to bed. And like so, there's no other choice. Right. So I lined the bottom of the door that oh, I'm good, sitting good, in yeah. with blankets and pillows, like yep. fucking in my suitcase. And 
I go to bed with the blankets on over my head and I like wake up hungover and sweating to death. <laughs> but like, and I have to pee, but I'm like, I'm not fucking going there. Yeah. Um, Kelsey had to, she's such a good roommate. If you could pick anyone to be a roommate, she had to go because Lauren has to wake up so early in the morning. She, Lauren asked her to pour her iced coffee for her already, like in her Yeti. So Kelsey's like crawling in the kitchen and like pouring it and like, I'm shaking. It was wild. So basically the, the news is the next day a pest guy came. He looked to, couldn't find it. He sealed up their house, all these things. The problem is solved until yesterday. I get a text from them. There's exactly. another motherfucking bat. Yeah, dude. It's like, I feel like when that happens, like you have an issue with it. Like there's something somewhere that you don't. Yeah. And that is, and now listeners, I thought that stink bugs were my worst enemy. I will take a thousand stink bugs. Aren't you supposed to like bat. stun them, like whack them, and then they like yeah. kinda, and then you put a towel. Well, because when they fall, they can't. They have a hard time lifting off from the ground. Right. Yeah. So like, or yeah, or when they land, which they never do. But Debbie, Debbie was like, "You have an eye on it, right?" Before she came over, and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, no, no, we didn't know where the fuck it was. That was a problem." She's like, "You better keep an eye on it, or it'll disappear." And then we were like, "We went to the bathroom. It was gone." <laughs> Like, what are we supposed to do? Be in the... Oh, the best part of the story. And then I'll I'll stop on the bats. So we're all in different rooms, like, just silent. They have a ukulele hanging on the wall. Oh. And all of a sudden, we just hear... And Kelsey goes, it hit the ukulele. <laughs> it literally strummed the ukulele. And oh that is God. when I lost it. That yeah, was the moment. Because that's too much. It strummed the ukulele. Yeah, wow. so it was... It's a musical bat. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I wish I had a. But sound. Can you imagine if you were laying in bed and you didn't know that there was a bat out there and the ukulele strum? That'd be scary <laughs> That'd be as shit. Which listeners, I want to share a story now. You know Shauna. Yeah. The, she. So I posted about the bat. Oh, I know this story about this. But yeah. I just have to read the sentence. What is her username? It's like Neon. Oh yeah. Okay, so. Uh, one of our our friends sent me a message after this, and this is how she described her bat story. And then I'll end the conversation on bats. It's so funny. Okay. This happened to me at my old apartment. I checked everywhere and couldn't find it. Searched high and low in my bedroom before getting into bed. Shut the door and put a towel underneath. My room was super tiny. I could only fit a bed and a side table. So I'm laying there with the lights on, and within five minutes, I could see and hear swooping from inside the room. I wriggled to the side of the bed closest to the door and jumped out when I could. I slammed the door on my way out and ran across the room. As soon as I turned in to look, I watched that bastard use his tiny hands to crawl under the door and start flying at me again. (laughs) Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, crawled out from under the door. That is, like, I just picture, like, oh, Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Yeah, so fucking scary. I I am not looking forward to the moment that that happens (laughs) in our It's horrifying. Well, I know. I will just leave. Like, I won't be able to help out with it. It's no. not an option. Because Johnny K was like, you might have to hold the bat box. I was like, fuck holding the bat box. No. Right, like, this I'm is... I'm gone. This is your role. We have to get out. <laughs> yeah, like, we're gone. Like, burn it down. <laughs> yeah. Grab Mars. Light this motherfucker on fire. So that was my... So now I feel like everyone has a bat story in their life. Like, everyone you talk to has one. I hadn't. So I'm hoping... Well, but I feel like I haven't had one. Yeah, so you're due. Ooh. Like, I always had my dad's bat story. Like, he, you know, one that he had told me about, like, living in an apartment. And so... Oh, yeah. Like, I've, I've heard other people. Right. So now I have my own. Yeah. And I feel proud. It wasn't in your home? That, I felt joy that I was leaving the next morning. Seriously. Because I would not have stayed there. 
No, 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 no. I'm just very afraid of bats now. I didn't know I was afraid of. You see videos of them like, oh, they're cute and like they save the world, but fuck that. <laughs> they save the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. That's a great story. Yeah. The ding dong ditching story isn't as good. So, I'll, I feel like that's what I'll we'll leave it. You don't want to tell it? I mean, do you, I don't know. Basically, in a nutshell, we were 18-year-olds or pretending to be. We were sober, and we didn't know what to do, so we went for a walk around the neighborhood. It was, like, 90 degrees out, you know, and you're yeah. just, like, nighttime and whatever. And it was just, like, there was, like, seven, seven or eight of us, and, like, we were just walking, and we felt like hoodlums. Like, it felt like you had to say hi to every adult because yeah, it seemed, look, yeah. they were judging. Like, I want to be like, hello, hi, I'm 29, and I yeah. have a, a good job. I'm just going for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we had the idea to ding-dong ditch one of his friends, and it, it failed. Well, we were all hiding on one side of the street in a bush, which is very exhilarating. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, speaking of the Golden State Killer, I felt... Oh, a, it's wow. Very, there it is. A, it's very easy to snoop at night. Like, Oh, yeah. It's not hard. Um, that made me a little nervous that I like found that out. Yeah. But also, B, the second time you went to ring the doorbell, the guy who was coming to the door with the dog... And like let the dog out. It's it wins friend, but at that, that point you can't scare your friend when you are four feet kind of away from them at night in the dark. Like they will punch you in the face. Yeah, you know. And like so, Win hid behind the truck, and the dog was like sniffing around. And the guy was like, "Come on, like Amos, the dog, like get over here, like whatever." And um. We were all like, oh, my God, he's going to get attacked by a golden retriever. Like, 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 yeah, I know, which is the only like maybe because if it had been McCoy, definitely would have been attacked. Yeah. And then the guy got picked up with his dog by his girlfriend and they drove away and Wynn came back out and we were like, holy shit, you almost got eaten by a golden retriever. And he was like, I know. It was just really funny. It was like one of those you had to be there, but it was one of the best nights of my life because I just love walking. That's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. And we were like just sober and just being goofballs. And it was just like, Rainier, think of like right when high school gets done for the summer. Yeah. And it was like, like the night that you and I got wasted and rode a bike around the circle in my driveway. We were wasted, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of or fun. like were you good old fashioned fun that's when we went and TP'd Nick or we, we, were t- with, we TP'd Nick Cadena's house yeah listeners we TP'd a house and it was just everything that when you shouldn't be outside and then his parents caught us and they died laughing and they took photos of us and they let us continue <laughs> and, and they're like we'll have Nick pick it up like it's <laughs> it's fine this is funny yeah <laughs> like I just I encourage all of you guys to like go do something that used to be fun back in the day because chances are it still is we just forgot yeah, but you can get, like, how much can you get uh, yeah, for I, TP? Oh, I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't recommend going TP. It's actually, it's really fun. I was terrible at it. Yeah. You, like, throw it and it just falls <laughs> off the ground, never getting in a tree. I was the bitch that would rip up little pieces. Oh, you were, that's the worst. Yeah. I remember asking my dad if I could go TPing, and he was like, No. And then he got really mad at me. And I was like, come on. He's like, don't ask me. Yeah, and I was like, but I need your permission. Because, like, not for my soul. And he was like, no, just like. And it was like, basically, he was like, I don't hear you. Yeah, just like, go do it. Yeah. I I think we got the cops called on us once. Well, yeah. It's, we're sno- you're, like, snooping around. Yeah, that's. But how fun to drive around, like, at night. I remember I was, like, driving around listening to Death by Dancing. Oh, fuck it yeah. It was just like. Do, 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 do. Listeners, do, do. you never have, like, a local band in your town? Yeah. We, well, s- we would stalk them. Yeah. <laughs> or just stalk someone. I hope that wasn't too much, like... No! It was 19 minutes of inside I love jokes. It. Well, it's not really... It's just... 
not really inside jokes. Okay. It's just life and what you did this weekend. Yeah, it's so true. So you had a really good time. I had a great time. That And then did you have a wedding? No, then I went to Chicago and did one of those... Um, if you live in Chicago, listeners, it's called the it's called like Aire, which is like air in Spanish. Um, baths. It's like I we'll have to go sometime. For it was like all it's like a spa, but you go off to show you pictures and it's like there's like eight or nine different pools okay. and it's all like moody lighting and there's like one that's like really fucking hot like a hot tub there's one that like connects to the outside so you can like see the cities of chicago there's Whoa. one that's like a float pool like it's salt water so you float there's plun like ice plunges there's steam rooms and there's like water and teas that you can drink while you're there it's about the same price as a massage for 90 minutes it was a 90 minutes for 90 dollars, which is like and you just float around a different pool? You just pool? swim around. and Yeah, they have different things. Like, you can then get, like, a massage. We didn't do that because we didn't want to pay for it. But, like, they also have one night where you, like, drink red wine. In, like, Dude, that's best. the night I want to go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's the best Yeah, night. it was incredible. I don't care about teas and bubbly no. waters. I want red wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Wait, that was, I thought you had a wedding in Chicago. No, it was for that. We booked it, like, months ago. Gotcha. It was crazy cool. That's fun. Very real. I felt very, like, zen. And then you, you can use their facilities. So you can, like, shower there. And like get ready and how was, fun is that? Wow, was, you had like a that's dope, what I'm telling you, dope I, ass couple. Days. I did a lot of things. Yeah, I'm jealous. You went to Florida. No one is jealous <laughs> of that. Not a single person. Even the person that lived in. Yeah, Florida. I was like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> like, just, thanks. By the way, what was her name? I can't I remember. remember. It was a shout out about. There's been so many good conversations going on there. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyways, listeners, that's like what I've been up to. That's great. And I don't know. Is that all? Do you have, what about you? Like, what's your life like? What do you want to talk about? Um, what issues do you want to bring up? I mean, there's a lot to put out, <laughs> throw out on the table here. Um, I will say I had a really like jam packed weekend. Oh, saw the new Star Wars movie. Oh, did you like it? I did. I heard I, it was great. Um, Han Solo is hot as fuck. So just see <laughs> it for that reason. Um, Who plays him? I don't know, some dude. Okay. Han Solo. Han <laughs> Solo, obviously. Oh, and your girl, Obvi- the, the Queen of Dragons. Yeah, she was in it too. Um, what's his name? Just people. <laughs> it was it was good. It was fun and it, like had drinks and cocktails beforehand and after. So that was cool. What about during? No, because we went to AMC oh. and you, there's no bar at AMC. Although in the preview for, I don't, I never understand this. When you're at the theater and yeah. they show you a preview for the theaters, they're like, <laughs> I'm already here. Yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck like AMC. <laughs> like I'm just sitting here. But, um, but they showed like women drinking wine and stuff. I was like, fuck Grand Rapids AMC. Oh, for like that. other ones have it. Yeah. yeah. So, but then we went out for drinks that night and then. Saturday had this like barbecue at Johnny K's friend's house, which was great. It was really fun. A classic summer activity. Oh yeah. He like smoked meats and shit or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and I just drank a lot of white wine. Oh, it was like by the end of the night, I had like a flashback uh, Sunday, like mid afternoon Sunday. I was like, oh my God, I just got to the end of the night and was like, fuck it, and started drinking wine straight out of the bottle. I was like, I don't care to go get a glass. I'm just going <laughs> to drink, drink this Were wine. you at your house at this point? No, I was still at this the barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Um, and then Sunday was my, well, today actually is my little nephew's third birthday, but we uh-huh. had a birthday party for him on Sunday. Toy Story theme. 
Um, great theme. That was great. And then Johnny K's sister graduated from high school. So wow. we had our open house. So it's just like a lot That's of That's a lot shit. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have anything like that exciting to say about any of that. It was just a lot of stuff and it was fun. Um, I will say that I watched the documentary The Final Year. It's about Obama's final year in office. Oh, is it good? It's really good. And so Johnny K and I re-watching it because he didn't watch it with me and so we have like 30 minutes left it's sad because yeah, like because of cause life where now. we are <laughs> um but it's really interesting so it's oh, on hbo it made me cry yeah i cried oh it's really good i would definitely i'll add it to my list yeah and then there was a preview for a new documentary that came out uh about john mccain that i really want to watch oh yeah so Wow, I want to watch this Obama one. Yeah, Tonys are coming. Tonys are on Sunday, so listeners, when we talk next, it'll have happened. I should tell you my predictions. Yes. I think that in the plays category, like, Cursed Child is going to sweep. Well, I would think so, yeah. I mean, there's it, it. it's going to. It's unfair for anyone else who is nominated this year. Yeah. Just because, A, it's Harry Potter and just B. But honestly, if it doesn't win lighting design, I will go burn down the theater. So, um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and then... For for musicals, I think that Mean Girls is also going to sweep. The cast is fucking unreal. I've been listening nonstop to the soundtrack. It was I need awesome. to listen to it. I'll tell you which songs first because you know how you need one to get you into yeah, it. Yeah, get you going. To, yeah, so that's. I'll tell you that it looks so good. Um, I, I just think it's going to do really well. Two of the cast members are from Michigan, which is really cool. Like I feel like I have a hard time sometimes. Like I never got into like Legally Blonde. I never listened to that either. Well, and so like I feel like I have a hard time with like movie. Yeah, you know. Same, but I do like this because Tina Fey like wrote this again and worked on it a lot, and I yeah. love her. Yeah, I do too. And the music makes it stand up for itself. Like the okay. music is just phenomenal. Right, and I feel like it's it. centered a little bit more around Janice and Damien, the, like, lesbian and gay yeah. guy, which Pride Month, woo! Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, they, so, and I always loved them in the movie. Like, oh my God, they were, like, so the funny. funniest. So, um, I, it just seems amazing. Okay, well then... It's got wicked vibes, the music to Oh, me. really? Yeah, like, and then, the, the like, Damien, the guy who sings it, it's very, like, old-schooly musical. Like, he almost sounds... There's a lot of, like, dance breaks where you can tell they're, like, doing, like, probably, like, a line kick, a kick line. Yeah. Like, it's it's all over the place, so... Interesting. Yeah. So that those are your predictions. I don't even know who's and, nominated. And SpongeBob so. is probably going to win a shitload, What too. the fuck is SpongeBob It's about? supposedly amazing. What? I mean, it's like a SpongeBob musical, but they... It's not like they're sponges. Like, it's, uh, like they're not in costume. They're just, like, themselves, but they're... Ca- I don't know how to describe it. But it's supposedly, like, vi- like um, cinematic. Like, how it looks is just, like, incredible. And the music is good. And it has a great cast. Interesting. Yeah. Um, who's hosting this year? Oh, Sarah Bareilles and uh, Josh Groban. Oh, Sarah Bareilles is... In she was in Waitress. Waitress. She wrote she, Waitress. Yeah. And, yeah. And then she was in it. And she also just did Jesus Christ Superstar. What has Josh Groban recently done? Why does he get to A be lot involved? of musicals, but they're never like the top ones. Of course not. Did you know that he's related to Ben Platt? Mm-mm. Yeah, they're like second cousins twice removed. Okay, so you know, I think this series or like show only had one season it was called rising star mm-hmm. do you remember that yeah josh radner's in it that's you were thinking that was josh groban the no. one that just 
Oh, that was Rise that was just canceled. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. This thing Whoa, is called sorry. Rising Star. Okay. And it was like Kesha, Luda, and uh, uh, Brad, uh, Brad Paisley. The were, Holy Trinity. Were, were the, <laughs> were the um, what are they called? Hosts? No, not the hosts. The judges. Judges. And then Josh Groban was the host in the first episode. It was oh, no. so painful to watch him. And then he got, like, a little bit better, but, like, these people would, like, sing, and if, like, they got enough votes or whatever, like, the wall would rise up and they'd be oh, there. It was called yeah. the Rising Star. It was terrible. But I, like, binge-watched it. Yeah. And, um, what? I kind of felt like there was a bug on me. Oh. Get up. Oh. It might have been just a cookie this- crumb. <laughs> It could have been the zipper on that pillow. Um, that is the like epitome of our lives. I thought it was a bug. It's, it's a, a cookie, cookie crumb. crumb. <laughs> um, but then the, I don't remember who I was watching it with. But there's like this. We like had this joke at the end that like the actual rising star was Josh Groban, <laughs> and he like created this sure. like show so he could be a host of a show. Well, it worked. But they never came back. But it was so funny because you were so bad at it, and you think like you were on stage, like yeah, you could not host a show. Well, then we'll so see. So this, this is goes. why this is making me laugh. Well, Sarah Bareilles will carry him through that because she's incredible. So keep that in mind when we watch it. Together. I'm so nervous now. Then, yeah, you should be. I'm kind of sad that because. It's actually this will be the first Tonys that I watch live. Like I didn't, I didn't really get into musicals as hardcore. I did, but not like current ones. Yeah. Until like last year, and it was after the Tonys. So uh, and like they, it's very hard to find them online. Like and I, I, James Corden hosted them. I would have been so good. But that's okay. We'll just start. Now. I know. Yeah. So I'm really excited, listeners. If you listen or if you watch, let me know your predictions. Yeah. Um, you this can- will air afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let me but know. You can let them know, let us know yeah. what you did predict. Yeah. So, anyways, that's you could all. lie to us. You could lie to us and say that you maybe we play a little game. Yeah, I think my the biggest. I'll have to look up. I'll have to look up just for ourselves of who. I don't know who's nominated in which thing, but anyways, um, should we break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. www.thisisaday.com You're sick of hearing about it yet? Because you're never going to stop till you start buying shit. Yep. <laughs> um, which, by the way, my mom bought some, but she used my other code. But maybe I'll transfer some over. Yeah. Listeners, this shit is so good, my mom bought it. That says a lot. She was jealous of my outfits, and so she went and bought herself the same pants and the same <laughs> top. So, so now you guys We are already more alike. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wore today, or to, when I went to those pools thing, I wanted to wear something that was, like, comfy, and I didn't have to wear a bra with, so I wore this, like, little crop toppy thing and the high-waisted flowy pants. Great for getting manicure or pedicures because oh, you can pull them yeah. all the way up your leg. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than when you go to get a pedicure and you're wearing, like... Dude, one time I wore high-waisted jeans, no. and then I couldn't get my pants back down. <laughs> I, like, had a panic attack. I was, like, <laughs> looking at the lady, like, I don't... <laughs> Like, I can't. And then I think I somehow I finally got him back down. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, so listen. I just, just unbutton my pants <laughs> in the... Um, this is A-Day. Check them out online. www.thisisaday.com. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I think your brain I, broke. <laughs> I was riffing. Uh, I was scatting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was scatting. Um, A-Day is... 
like the, like the best. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so bad at ad reads. Uh, it's basically clothing that is made in ethical factories. They reuse fabric, they recycle. It's good for the earth, good for the planet, and it's helpful to build a capsule wardrobe. The pieces are like super high quality and will last and like can be mixed and matched with all sorts of things. So if you want to check them out and you want 20% off, just use the code on Callroom XA Day and you can get 20% off your first purchase and support the podcast. Boom. Boom. Check them out on Instagram at this is a day and let us know if you like it. We're back. Whew. <laughs> okay. Honestly, first of all, where did Burke get that ring? Oh, dude, that ring is. Did he have it when he proposed to her? He didn't. He didn't give her a ring because... No, he just said, marry me. <laughs> marry. 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 Me. Marry me. Like, oh, like Game of Thrones. <laughs> marry me. Me. Yeah, exactly. Jon Snow. Exactly. Oh, well, that's not right. I can't say it. But... <laughs> well, that's like the wildlings yeah. talk. Marry me. <laughs> oh, that's forever going to be funny in my head. <laughs> oh... But, yeah, no, he didn't. It wasn't Christina either, though. The ring. No. I thought you meant, like, she didn't... I thought you meant she didn't get it herself. Christina would have worn, like, the one Callie has. Why don't you have your ring on? Because my fingers were too fat last week to put it on, (laughs) so then I didn't travel with it, which felt risky. Oh, I was going to say, wow, you went all... Don't worry. There's, like, a literal imprint when my fingers were so fat, so any man would be like, oh, either she was just recently divorced (laughs) or has a strain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so the one that Callie got. Yeah. I feel like that's even more Christina style. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Or like, no, like at the end she said no ring. Yeah. Fucking. That was so baller. Yeah. That scene was so good. I just want to talk about that scene. Yeah. Can Let's we? Do it. Cause all there is with Burke and Christina is that she he hadn't, give, yeah. he won't let her in surgery. She hasn't given an answer yet, which is just so classic them. Yeah. What is, I'm just trying to see if I wrote it. And then just so fucking cute at the end. Where, yeah, she's like, I'm not wearing a ring, whatever. And like, well, I'm still not, you still can't scrub in surgery. Well, okay. Yeah, well, he goes, well, the best is he goes, so is that a yes? And she goes, e- yeah. Like, <laughs> she literally, like, I typed it like, e- yeah. Because that's how she said it. And then they hug uh, and, and then scream. she laughs. And, yeah. That, like, laugh that you you only hear once in a while. Yeah. It's like her crazy laugh. And, and then he's like, all right, all right, all right, or whatever. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Merry, 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 merry. I just love that scene. So they're fucking getting married. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't want a ring. And she won't wear one. Nope. Which is fine. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, why do we have rings? They're a symbol. I feel like I should know this. I hear it literally once yeah. a week. <laughs> It's something about how somewhat the Romans maybe believed that, well, there's like that the vein in your, that finger connects directly to your heart. Oh. And so the symbol, I should really have this memorized. Like the ring is a circle, which is a symbol of like unity and like coming together and. What? It's pancetta. Is it? (laughs) No. Is it? Was it in my pants? (laughs) There's the spider. (laughs) 
My vagina? I don't know. <laughs> Were you saving it? <laughs> Was it in your shirt? I don't know. I like just felt it like kind of near my butt. <laughs> Save it. Put it right here next to the cookie. <laughs> That's pancetta, right? <laughs> yes, totally pancetta. I will give you, well, I don't want to give you $20. I was going to bet you something to eat. <laughs> I beat that for $20. I mean, it's, all, it's in my own pants. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my chest hurts. Oh, I'm having a heart attack. That was so good. From all the bacon we ate. <laughs> a heart attack from the pancetta. Dude, I can't believe that I was sitting on pancetta. Like where Do you think go? it fell on your shirt and then it traveled? But even so, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I was like hanging out in my shirt. I've been walking around. Like I've gotten up numerous times. She did. She got up. We poured more wine. <laughs> and then what? it's still there. Uh, where did it come from? I don't know. Ugh. You're like a a, a drug uh, what, what, mule. I'm but, a drug mule. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, no. Bree's like thinking about starting Whole30 so she's stuffing bacon in her body <laughs> I'm so hungry <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened <laughs> I just I'm just envisioning myself like shoving bacon down my pants moment in time this is like when i laughed about the shrek, shrek memes. memes yeah it's like the last time this pancetta <laughs> oh i'm gonna take a picture of it so wait will you hold it so that the listeners can believe us <laughs> wait hold it like this one two perfect that's gonna go on the page bonus content okay <laughs> Some bacon. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Oh no, I dipped. Oh, I dipped. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Do you want me to just. Should I have to take a break? <laughs> we literally Whoa. had to take a break. <laughs> I literally, like, tipped over the edge. <laughs> Cried. Um, Sorry, guys. Don't be sorry. It happens to all of us. <laughs> it doesn't, but it's fine. Okay. Do you um, want to do a shotgun workup? I thought, well, yeah. Or what did you think? I was just, yeah, let's do that first. And then Are we'll there... do our first notes. Yeah. So there's, oh, yeah. My first note, sorry, was where did Burke get the ring? Oh, sorry. What's Mine was, note? oh, shit, opening a clinic in eight days Eight days seems oh. very fast. Un- yeah, unrealistic. Yeah, it's like eight days and eight million dollars. It's like, oh, is that- what? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that is unheard of. Yeah. Television. Also, the clinic that we never hear from again. Yeah, I feel like it's in like two more seasons. Okay, like 
actively. Like, up to, like, season five. But we're on, what, season 14? Yeah. And then it, like, where'd that $8 million go? You know? No one knows. Um, okay, so, I wonder, are the patients... Shotgun workup. So, yeah. Do you have it on your phone? Or There's the lady who gets, who's toxic. Which, like, what a story. That's toxic. I have things. Oh, yeah. You're toxic. Um, wait, what is it under cast? Uh, episode, uh, no. Plot. And then way down. So there's the toxic lady who, she had cancer? I was more concerned that yeah. she was toxic. Wait, like summary? I think so. Okay. Sorry. Oh, um, maybe, no, it's, it's what's after cast. It's like. Med- uh, medical notes, medical notes. Oh, there we go. Okay, here we go. Um, oh, Ellis is yeah. one of them. Yep. She is a patient. And then um, Burke's patient. Some of them are just ones they mention. Like, oh. You know. Oh, and then Mariana Rose Wagner. She's the one who has colon cancer and a neurotoxin. Yep. And then, oh, this person, it hurts when he pees. That's his oh, name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then... The little girl. The little girl, Kelly Hansen. And I think that's that's it. it. I mean, then they have all, like, the doctors on here as patients because we'll get into that. But, Um, so really mostly just Mariana or Mariana or whatever her name is. Marina. Marina. Yeah. And Um, Alice. Okay, perfect. So, Who do we want to talk about first? Should we just dive right into the Meredith mother line or should we do the other one let's do the other one let's do the other one because i feel like there's like more Things. emotion and yeah okay so first of all uh and we also have george being married is yeah. a thing there's just so many things yeah okay well the toxic one first of all i just want to say like i think i wrote a note i was like lol everyone collapsed i loved this episode. like i remember being like i did too yeah like this was exciting yeah, especially I feel like after kind of like some bigger episodes too with like George's dad dying. Yep. But then there was still like a big Action. Ep- Yeah, a big yeah. episode. I wrote, this is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember... <laughs> I loved how they intertwined like George is married. First of all, him explaining oh, yeah. how he's married is hilarious. Like, we got married yeah, in it's Vegas. So awkward. And then how they intertwined like this toxic blood yes. with like him being a like thinking that his, his marriage was, was toxic. Yeah, like having a panic attack. And I wrote when Olivia um George goes, She's she's toxic. And Olivia goes, Kelly, yeah, a lot of us <laughs> feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I that was that. so great. And then I I hated though that although it's true, I guess, that he did think that maybe that's why he was having a panic attack. Right, right when he's like getting better, Callie's like, "Oh, you thought our marriage was toxic?" I was yeah. like, I, "That's not what he meant." But did he actually think that for a minute? He might have. I think he did for a minute. Yeah, I think I, I didn't think toxic, but like that he was having a panic attack. Yeah. So I love that too. How you think he is as well for yeah. a while? You're like, "What's going on?" Just so exciting though when he calls the OR and everyone is and cast. everyone's down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. was it Chief that was operating? It was. Chief and Krav. So then Chief got better enough to lead the second, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. He was... <coughs> Oops. Um, I never, <laughs> I never cough in my house. Um, but, uh... You look so scared. <clears throat> and then, uh, 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 oh my gosh. So all the residents or attendings, I mean, having to, like, 
go in there. Fucking Mark Sloan being like, I'm not going in there. Yeah. I thought, I just love that he sticks to who he is. Like, even though he's an asshole, yeah. he's not shy about it. No, and he's like, I, every, all your other attendings are down and we don't know what the long-term effects are and I'm not going in there. Yeah. And I love that Christina's like, I could swim two laps in my parents' <laughs> pool or whatever. Yep, I wrote that too. And I, I go, the chief's making moves. Like, he's just like, you go, you go. And he's like, yeah. got it all down, but he's also staying in there. Um, Addison going in there like a fucking champ. Yeah. Because that would be terrifying. That girl fucking woke up. Yeah. And she was like, she doesn't have any time and just fucking ran in there. And then... Um, Her body was open when she woke up. Because then Meredith had to go in there and like put that... Well, yeah. All of them. They put the yeah. lap pads on and then... Yep. The, yeah. That thing that inflates creeps me out too. Yeah. But they do that in real life. I know. It's wild. Um, so what, so she had like, she was taking herbs, like herbal supplements that mixed with her chemotherapy and caused her blood to be toxic. Yeah. You should look at the medical notes. I, all I can think about is this is something that was going to happen to you someday because of all of your, because <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> all of your stuffy supplements and oils. Um, so she had a tumor removed from her colon eight months ago. They thought she had beat it, but she was back in the ER. Um, they took her into surgery. George notices. Okay, they had to operate on her, but they all collapsed. It doesn't say why she was toxic. Um. No, but I remember. Wait. Yeah. Oh, they believe the herbal supplement she was taking combined with her chemo drugs to create the neurotoxin. Insane. Right. I that's, bet that's a thing. Yeah. But I'm sure, like. I'm sure when you, like, go on chemotherapy, they say, like, don't take, take these types yeah. of things. Right. Like, I feel like there has to be research done that, like, right. when you combine, like, this natural product right. with this. Because I even feel like sometimes they do that with, like, natural supplements. Mm-hmm. Like, don't take these two together. Right. They're not good for you. I just thought it was so intense, and I loved every oh, second yeah. of it. More, more things like this, please. Yeah. Um, I thought Izzy was really funny with her response about Callie's ring and then oh yeah Christina being like oh yeah when well when she's like little girl or little woman she called her she's like she called her like little woman she did yeah like from I don't know little women the I don't know she referenced it but yeah that was not the ring part that was at the end she's like so what, what are you gonna do now with your life you're not moving in are you and she meant she said something like right when George stood up for her yeah but with the ring thing yeah. she was like oh uh, I love tiny diamonds because no one's going to try and steal so it. So fucking rude. She's like... Izzy was tone deaf this... Like, that was yeah. funny, but, like, tone deaf this whole episode. I didn't even think really what Izzy said was funny. Just Christina's response. Oh. Like, oh, shit. Like, I can't yeah. believe you just said that. Yeah. Also, shouldn't George be able to afford a bigger diamond? Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. But Meredith... Well, no, their interns are poor. That's true. But Meredith was so sweet with George getting married. Yeah. Is this Meredith mistake? Or yeah, is this, like yeah. Just trying to be supportive of her friend, which I appreciated. Yep. Yeah. I just feel like this is clearly going to go downhill. <laughs> yeah. This is not like no. a successful marriage. No. Even Addison was like, but marriage so soon. Why? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then also that uh, Alex says, Callie, she's Callie O'Malley. Yeah, like that was dude. great too. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Dude. Callie O'Malley. Yep. 
Um, and when uh, a favorite moment of mine is George is talking to the chief and he's like, you were married men now. And like chief is going through a divorce and he goes, that's life. Like that, <laughs> I was like, that's chief's advice on life in general is that's life. Yeah. The chief was so sweet in this one. We'll get to that, but yeah. Um, so I mean, there's not much about that patient. No, it was just the toxic thing. That but was it was fun. just, it was cool. It the, was scene like, where Der- the scene where Burke passes out and then Derek passes out made me laugh really duh, hard. Duh, duh, Burke, and then, Burke. And that, I love that Christina's like, that's not good. They're just like, looking there. Because that's like her fucking f- mm-hmm. soon-to-be fiance. Yep. Kind um, of like no intense emotional response. No, like, they all watch it happen so slowly. Um... I also love when, so when, like, Karev is, you know, being treated and Addison gets treated too then, and she's like, somehow, or uh, Addison can look so sexy while also looking like shit. Disheveled, yeah. But, like, the way she was looking at him is, like, that whole, like, analogy of, like, the a bear. bear looking at meat. <laughs> right. But, like, when Karev puts his arms behind his head and just, like, <laughs> knows he's hot, I just loved that scene. And I loved how Addison got up and, like, wheeled her oxygen <laughs> tank away. Yeah. Like, and it ends with Addison having sex with Sloan. Dude, blown away. But I... definitely thinking about Karev. Oh, yeah. Which, because she, she goes, I don't know what she said, but oh, she said, I'm actively not thinking about you right now. Yeah. But then I wrote, Addison thinks about Karev while banging Mark. Smart. But, uh, <laughs> smart. But this, I don't really, I don't remember them having, like, that was random. Yeah, I wonder if that's maybe when you thought they had sex, or do they have sex? I really think they do have sex. Okay. <laughs> I think they have sex in, like, Soon. a supply closet or something. Okay. Well, I just thought that was funny that she... Because she knows Mark is, like, he's already in love with her, so it's like nothing's going to change it. Right. And she knows it's probably good. And I'm sure it's great. Yeah. It's Mark Sloan. Yeah, so... Do you think Mark Sloan's sexy? Yes. Me too. Especially in the later ones. Like yeah. He gets sexier as he becomes less of an asshole. Yeah. But I just loved him being so cocky in this one. Just about his, like, method of, like, come on, Chief, let's check out the clinic. It's yeah. open today. Like, <laughs> he's a genius. Yeah. Um. Also, Addison, Um. I wrote in the, my first, like, second notice, Addison is hot in glasses. It was when she was doing Look, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This always makes me nervous. It looks like it's not recording, but it is. Um... Okay, I really don't have anything else on them. Uh, I have a fucking shitload on the other situation. On Alice? Yeah. I just want to talk about, quickly, before we get into that, like, character. With, like, can we get going? It hurts when I pee. <laughs> like, killed me. I thought it was, like, great comedic relief. Like, it was. That they, like, go and try and steal patients from the ER, and that's his thing. Is like, it hurts when I pee. And, and then like, they're, like, wheeling him in the wheelchair, and he's yeah. like, I'm going back to the ER. I don't know. I, like... And then I watched him while they were all chatting with each other, and he just looked so sad sitting in the wheelchair. Because like, it hurts. I was like, this is hilarious. It hurts when he has to pee. Yeah, I like love those little side things that Grace does sometimes where I'm like, we'll never see this guy again. We don't know what happened to him, but like, I laughed very hard <laughs> at him. It was just perfect in how they stole patients and all that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just need to like have a segment where like we don't even talk about it, but we just acknowledge that Izzy is annoying. Yeah. We like, should just say that maybe every episode. Yeah, like her not wanting to take care of the little girl. Like it was like a dumb. Oh my god! I was right? like, wait, this is where you shine normally. Like, yeah, personal relations, whatever. Yeah, like leave it to Bailey to have to pick up the pieces. Oh, dude, and she did, man. She I was so sad when the little girl was like, "I thought he liked me." I know. I was gonna say like she's sassy, she's whatever, and then when she says that line, I wrote it. I thought, yeah, I thought he liked me. I yeah. like 
died. Yeah, because she, what, how old is she? She just got her period and she's yeah. having sex with some dude. Yeah, so sad. Bailey teaching moment to, to his a, little girl and yeah. the dad. And the dad, like, get it together, guys. I know your mom died, but, like, yep. we got to fucking move forward. <laughs> the three <Yep>. of us. <laughs> yep. Changing lives. Um, yeah, I love, I, I remember, like, that storyline and I just like it. I think and it shows. being, like, and Izzy being, like, and I already showed you, we already talked about the tampon, so that's it. Like, just, like, yeah, not it was making, so weird. like, like, that's a big deal, getting your period yeah. and, like, teaching someone about that. And, obviously, this woman doesn't have, a or mom. this girl doesn't have a mom. And, like. I thought it was really out of, kind of out of character for Izzy. Yeah. Like, but. I don't know what her deal is. I think it's because she thinks that that's not worth $8 million. She's all obsessed with... Yeah, yeah, the money. Um, I do say I feel like it was a great example of, like, how the clinic will bring in those types of situations, though. So I like that. I just love Bailey. Yeah. She's literally the best character. I think she is, yeah. She's, like, the, the, like, ground of the show. Um... I think... Oh, in the beginning, I just had a note that I liked Christina being, like... Wanting to get out of the clinic. And she's like, I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, just classic. Um, all my other notes are about, like, the other situation. Okay. Anything else for you? No, not really. I just wanted to talk about the guy who hurt when he peed. He was great. Yeah. Great role. I would have loved that role. I would have, too. I would have been, like, I would have, that would have been my shining moment. So, right away with Ellis, we learned some things that I don't remember, like, really learning before. And that's because she's she's lucid. And that is that the last thing that she remembers is she was in a fight with Meredith about Meredith not wanting to go to med school. Yep. And I have questions, like, what was Meredith doing in Europe and why didn't she want to go to med school? Um, remember Death and whatever, the her friend who comes later on in, like, maybe next season... When Lexi's around, mm. her friend, you don't remember Meredith's Kind friend. of. They were in Europe together. So they, okay. like, I think graduated from college and did, like, a trip together. Okay. That's. So that's crazy. So, like, Ellis really did miss out on all of Mare's med school. Well, I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah. I think that's the last thing Ellis remembers. I don't think that means that... That's true. Like, in that day. Like, she might have been lucid more times during that, but... Right. Like, I don't think that means that the whole time that Meredith was in med school, her mom had Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I could, but I'm not exactly sure yeah. how that works. Right. Um. So, I thought that was interesting. Just, A, we learned some things about Meredith before mm-hmm. she's the Meredith we know. Um. Also, and we think probably she doesn't want to go to med school because she doesn't want to follow in her mom's footsteps. A hundred percent. Yep. <clears throat> Love that Christina and Alice get along. Oh yeah. Well, they're the same person. Yeah, but I also yeah I feel like Alice is the <clears throat> the mom that Christina also wishes that was like her. Yeah. You know, like she wants. But yeah, Christina wants to be Alice. Right. That there was just so many. Okay, do we want to talk about Meredith and Alice, Christina and Alice? What do we want to talk about? Um, Derek and Alice. Yeah, I know. and Alice. So, I'm telling you, so much. This was like, first of all, the woman that plays Alice is a great actress. She's she's wonderful. Um, okay, so first of all, Meredith saying, I'm avoiding the gift made me laugh. Like, that's what they keep saying. Um, she's lucid. Like, yeah. Let's talk about Christina. I guess all I have to say is, like, you think Christina's on her level, and then she. Well, and then, Christina, I got to... Where, where is my note? I actually didn't write a lot of notes, but, like, I... Like, when Christina's like, you got to tell me, like, can you have both? Like, I have this great guy, but I want to be this great surgeon. Mm-hmm. And when 
Ella said I didn't try, try hard enough, I got teary-eyed. Same. I was like, that... Because I feel like Ellis would not admit that to Meredith. No, I don't think so either. But... Because she wants to, she wants Meredith to, like, not do what she did. Right. But I feel like with Christina, it's not her daughter, so she doesn't feel as much of a, like... Right. Yeah, I know that. I wrote that, too. Didn't try hard enough. So we learned that. Yeah. Probably could have worked, maybe, but she didn't really try. Worked with Thatcher or worked with Chief? Maybe with Thatcher? I don't yeah. know, though. He's a Magoo. I know, but maybe they had a better relationship. But right. I wonder what that line means. Like, right. didn't try hard enough with... But then later in the episode, she said, I didn't fight for you, Chief. You know, so, like, it, what is she talking right. about? It could just mean general with relationships. Yeah. Like, she chose to just not really try. Right. Because Meredith even says, you know, you've alienated yourself. Yeah. So, I think in, I think maybe it just means more in general, but it could be interpreted lots of ways. Yeah. I think maybe you're right. Um... Okay. What do you think, listeners? <laughs> Let us know right now. Yeah. My dad thought this was recorded live. He told me he was <laughs> listening to us tonight. And you're like, cool, that will be out in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also feel like when Meredith finally sits down with her mom to talk to her, she's not, like, putting her true best self forward. Like, it seems so out of character for Meredith just to be like, I met a boy, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, I get that she is, and that's where she fo- is focused on, but that doesn't feel like the Meredith we know, even if she is. I think maybe she was trying to say that because, like, her mom wasn't maybe never happy about those things. Right. So she's like, I'm good. Like, I'm whole. Right, right. Like, I can be an adult and have a relationship. Right. You know, like, and that's something she's proud of. I think so, too. And especially... Like, she doesn't feel super dark and twisty right and, now until right. her mom yells at Fucking her. makes her, yeah. And I hated that, and then Ellis just totally changes and says, I have that line where it's like, anyone can fall in love, not everyone can save a life. I was like, Yeah, Fuck. that scene where she's like, imagine my disappointment yeah. when I wake up after whatever years and find out you are no more than ordinary, ordinary. or whatever. That is an iconic scene in Grey's Anatomy. Like, I can, like... I get she talks, you yeah, know, and yeah. like spits it yeah. out. It is like it's repeated throughout. Yeah, yeah, and it, I feel like it shapes Meredith, oh, especially yeah. the next half of the season. Oh, like, fuck yeah! Ew. Imagine does the your very boat thing happened this season. Su- yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? it does. Uh, imagine that your mom saying that to you, like, like I, yeah, that's what I was trying to imagine. Yeah. and I think we all have like things with our parents or whatever, but ultimately. Like, my parents are very supportive of me. Your parents are super supportive of you. You might disagree on some things. Right. But, like, your parent literally looking at you pretty much saying you're a fuck-up. Yeah. Like, you're a total fuck-up. Yeah. When you're not at all. No, she's a doctor. You know, like, sometimes I think parents have the right to say that to their children. (laughs) Like, get the fuck out of this house and do something with your life. But she's a goddamn doctor. And just the, the even her bringing up, like, imagine me to wake up from this, like, and to find out you're no more than ordinary. Yeah. Um, I thought Meredith's acting when she responds back is some of the best acting I've seen Meredith. What does she do. say in, I don't remember. She says that, um, you want to know why I'm the oh, way that yeah, I am. yeah, like, yeah. you want to know why I'm so ordinary. It's you. Like. Yeah, I wrote GGB's with Meredith's speech to her mom. Fuck good acting. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, because she like. At one point, her, like, voice cracks. Yeah. But then she pulls it together, and these tears are just holding, holding? in her she's eyes. Holding? She's so good at that. And, like... Well, yeah, because she says, you know, like, 
like you've alienated everyone who had to pick up the pieces me yeah like I had to do this like, yeah like you want to know what's holding me back you that like right and then like you know like do you think I want to like make your decisions for yeah. you or whatever um oh. and then she's like well why don't you let me like not have the surgery and she's like because killing my mother is yeah. not going to be another thing that happened uh, right to me Oh, because oh, you happened to me. That's what yeah. she says. And so the speech is, killing my mother is not going to be another thing that happened to me. And then she storms out, and it's just like, oh. And then when she comes back, and I she's know. not lucid anymore. And you just know when Chief, he's like, Meredith. Like, he says mm-hmm. that. Um, Meredith. <laughs> and also, okay, so let's talk about Chief really quick. I will say, I feel like it. it was the... I'm so happy that, like, Chief did go in there as, like, a supportive, like, he did what he did because he didn't want to go in there. Because he wasn't going to. Yeah, yeah. which he said, like, the only thing your mother wants to hear is that I regret what I did and I don't. But I like that he didn't go in there and, like, argue that. Like, he gave her this moment while she's lucid as, like, a gift. And I just, like, the imagine our life and all these things and, like... I think that's the only time you, like, after that speech, you're like, how the fuck do I feel for Ellis ever? And then, like, when he does that and she cries, like, you just feel for her, too. Right. And, like, the line, I wrote it down, she says, my life is so unfinished and I am not finished. Like. When you know she's a doctor, I mean, even A fucking brilliant doctor. Yeah, but, like, even us not being doctors, like, she understands the disease and, like, what this fucking means. And. She has so much more mm-hmm. in her that she wants to get. She's young. It's like early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The chief is chief. Like she but could can be. Can you chief. imagine like waking up and being like, "Fuck, where'd the last five years go?" Like, no, being in a coma or something, and then just being like, "Holy fucking shit!" And her knowing what this means and that she's gonna go back to that mindset soon. Right. Well, and also the part about when she was like, well, why do I have to have the surgery? And they were like, Christina was like, and Meredith says, you are extremely, make it very hard to take medicine. medicine." Like, oh, just to know that about yourself is crazy. And to know that you have no choice. Look, when she, the beginning scene where Meredith is like, mom, like you live here now. Mm -hmm. Like, you have Alzheimer's. Like, in her wailing. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be so hard mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah, that would be awful. And there's she a- thinks she's in, like, a mental institution. Right. And she had, like, a breakdown. Right, right. And there's that line that Chief says to, um, to Ellis, I think, when he says, like, you think the world stops when you stop. Or maybe he's saying it to, to Meredith, actually. It's to Meredith in the gallery. But he's like, but it just keeps on going. Like, her mom stopped, but, like... Meredith became a doctor. Like, things happen. Right. Like, I just feel like that's a sad line. I just... Sad. Well, that's fucking life. It's I know. It's so sad. Like, someone dies. And... And the world just keeps going. Yeah. It has to. It yeah. can't stop. Yeah. So, I don't know. That... And that also, I just wanted to note that this is the scene... Like, one of the scenes, too, where, like, he tells Ellis that he's going to look out for Meredith. And I feel like... Yes. That has always held true. Like... I, yeah. I think he's always looked out for Meredith. Yeah. Even before... She asked him, kind yeah. of. Um, also, they talk about having kids. So that was interesting. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so sad that Meredith finally says those things and she goes, you remind me of my daughter. Is everything okay? Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry. No, I just okay. got a lot of text messages and I thought something was wrong. Listeners, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, and Derek with Ellis. Ellis says to him, you're what happened to her. Yeah, like, dude, well, Ellis, it's very obvious that Ellis pushes everyone away. Oh, yeah. And she has some serious shit that she had needed to work through. I wonder what her parents were like. Oh, I have no idea. But not great, probably. No. Also, Derek, I, like, another example, though, like, I don't even feel bad for Derek, because this is just another example of him being wishy-washy. Like, he goes in there, Alice yells at him, and whatever, and then he comes out and is a bitch, I'm gonna call him a bitch, is a bitch to <laughs> Meredith. Like, what, I don't remember. What does he do? He, like, comes out. I forget what happens. And he's just like, no, go do this. Like, he... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Where's... he's so influenced by what other people tell him. Yes. And then, yes, and then yes. he takes it out on Meredith. And that just pisses me off. Dude, yeah. I'm, the more and more... I know. Listeners had a big, long discussion about it on our Facebook group about, like, Derek being actually McDreamy or, like... Make Where did I I missed that? Yeah, it's on there. A lot of people had a lot of opinions. Oh, I want to go back and read that. I must it have is. Just, first of all, let me just say, fuck Facebook, because sometimes you get notifications right. about shit, and sometimes you don't, and then you miss it. So yeah. I'm sad I missed that. It's it's close to the top, but it just, like, makes me... He's not... He just is not... Doesn't treat Meredith well. No. Well, they, our listeners in our group talked about how he has a very much savior complex with her. Yes. And, like... And especially he will towards the end of the season. But, like, I just, yeah, like, Ellis, you know, says, you're what happened to her. You've made her weak. Like, you are holding her back, blah, blah, blah. So Do then you think when, that's true? I really don't. I don't either. She's a strong woman. I think she would, you know, stand up to him. I think, if anything, it's, like, making her, she wants to prove herself. You know what I mean? Like, that she isn't just riding on the coattails. Of, right. But, I don't know. It just fucking, he just annoys me. Yeah. He's not being McDream. He's good at McEyes. But that's yeah. it. But so then do we, because I feel like it kind of has like a breakdown. Yeah. Like, it like, cause I was thinking like, well, but maybe like in the next season or a couple seasons, like he becomes more dreamy, but then he has a fucking breakdown soon. Right. And so like, when does he ever treat her well? Is there like a, like two episodes where they have like, there's nice, like moments. There's because moments. then even if you think about like because the final season. Arching, yeah. So it's like just the arching idea. Is it just like a. Right. Or is that just fucking love? No, <laughs> it's not. Like treating someone kind. Like. I just think his moments are just. He often lashes out in anger. Like Burke right. and Christina are like silent killers to each other. Right. Yeah. Burke he, is like emotional. Uh, Derek is like emotional and like. He's a yeller. Yeah. Yeah. Meredith isn't a yeller. No, she's a she's not. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to note that. Yeah. It was, it's, wait, but that's interesting, right? Because like Derek yells at Meredith a lot. Meredith does not yell. No, and when she does, she'll go like, like Derek. Yeah, yeah. She does always say that. And I think when she does, like he listens. Like like she has to like get really upset. Yeah, but thinking about her character through like all of the seasons up until now, she doesn't yell at no. her interns or anything. She no. might like give a stern talking to, but she's not one to really raise her voice. No, and he's like a power. He just seems to like relish in power, I feel like. It just frustrated me that like Ellis put him down and was like, "You are the one that happened to her." Blah blah blah. And he went in there all dreamboat like, "Well, and what he should have done is like 
stood up for Meredith in there and been like, you know what? No, she's a very successful right. intern. Like she has promised this and that. But I'm I don't think I don't even think Ellis would like that. She'd be like, oh, so now a man is here fighting your battles and like. Well, I, I don't care if Ellis would like that. That's right. Like the, but I'm saying like that's how he should have like responded. Like right supporting Meredith and instead goes and yells at Meredith. Yeah, it was just weird. Well, and he goes in there too when like, it's true, he's not a specialist No, in Alzheimer's and he she's like, you that. fucking come in here just because you're dating my daughter? Like, I want the best of the best. Like, what the right. fuck are you doing here? So, I don't know. I It was a loaded episode. It was it was a lot. I like so I watched it on my lunch break and Johnny K watched with me, which I'm very happy he did. I didn't even have to ask him. He's like, "I'll watch it with you." Fun. Yeah. Um but I was a little embarrassed cuz there were a couple times I like actually really wanted to cry, but I was like, "Keep it together. It's lunchtime. Like, you yeah. go back to work. Your boyfriend's like on Reddit next to you." <laughs> like, I cried. Yeah. So, I think I got teary-eyed, but I think Watching this episode, I remember, like, the, this is one of the episodes I'll rewatch. Yeah. Like, I like to rewatch this one. Yep. That speech that Alice gives Meredith is, like, very memorable. Oh, it's, yeah. And it's, it's pulled up often in callbacks and stuff. Oh, so. yeah. Um, should I do notes and trivia? Yep. Do we have anything else we want to say about the episode before I do um, I think this is prime Grey's. I think we are now... Mm-hmm. In, like, the very much prime Grey's Anatomy. Because, like, season one is, like, you're just figuring out who they are. Mm-hmm. End of season two is excellent. And now I feel like where we're at in season three is, like, this is good, good shit. Yeah. Well, we got a, we got a couple notes of trivia. Okay, this episode's title originated from the song Wishing and Hoping, originally sung by Abby and Bree. So I was like, what? <laughs> I literally just, like, really thought that was a band. Uh, like, Dionne Warwick? Is that who it is? Okay. This episode scored 24.18 million million views. Is that what it is? Is it million? Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't it say million afterwards? I don't know. Anyway. uh, The toxic patient storyline is based on a real story, which can be read here. There's a thing, a link you can click. Um... The season three DVD set includes an audio co- commentary on the episode <gasps> by Kate Burton and Ellen Pompeo. What? I would love to watch that. Um, I own it, so we could watch Fuck, that. Fuck, I would really love to watch that. We should. Um, flashbacks from this episode are used in the 11th season, and this is the first episode in which Chris- Christina explicitly stated her intention to become a cardiothoracic surgeon, which she would do multiple times in later episodes. Nice. Interesting. Um, what happens in season 11? I don't remember. Because, uh, oh, we'll do spoilers. We'll just, whatever. Yeah. Um, are you, so are you ready to rate it? Yeah. I feel like my ratings are going up. Yeah. Okay. What? I'm going to go big and give this one, I really fucking liked it, like an eight or an eight and a half. Well, I feel really happy that you said an eight or an eight and a half scalpels because I was driving back to work today thinking <laughs> of my rating. I was thinking <laughs> about it before just sitting here and I decided on seven scalpels. So that's high for me. You always usually rate higher. Yep. So I feel very confident in my yeah. rating now that you gave it an eight. It was like like classic grace. Yeah, like seven scalpels, maybe seven and a half scalpels yep. for me. If I had been watching alone, maybe an eight because I could have cried. cried. Yeah. yeah, I definitely cried twice. Yeah. I even liked when the, the toxic blood patient's, like, boyfriend was outside and 
he was like, and she was like, I thought we could get through this without you knowing this about me. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of moments that I had. I watched it this morning after I grocery shopped and I was eating my toast. Yeah, and you were just like enjoying your morning and like could, had you a know, good little cry. Let some emotional things come out. Yep. Um, That's all I got. Wow. So sorry about the breakdown in the middle of the episode. Oh my episode. god, I can't wait to listen back to it. Oh that. my god, so funny. Meanwhile, the pancetta sits in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listeners, um, we recently got some new patrons. Yeah, so thank you. Shout out! Thanks so much. Um, get chatting on that Facebook listener squad group. And if you're wondering why you haven't been like let in it's because you have to be a, a intern on patron which is www.patron.com slash the on call room and you can donate to support the podcast um you can co-host yeah we're gonna do that soon we just need to get it on the schedule yep and then you can find us on instagram at the on call room pod um or our website www.theoncallroompod.com yes Nailed it. And And shop at A-Day. Yeah. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for listening to a half hour of bat stories and pancetta laughs. Yeah. I think it was about a half hour of laughing about (laughs) pancetta up my butt and around the corner through your tubes and there's your boobs. So anyway, I think we should probably call time of death. That would be your medical notes. She had a piece of pancetta up her butt around the corner through her tube and out her boob. That is where it went. <laughs> it was traveling. <laughs> Should I go? As we performed uh, an abdominal <laughs> surgery, the uh, Pandora had gone up her butt <laughs> and around the corner. And uh, as we opened the abdomen, we realized it had gone through her tubes <laughs> at her boobs. <laughs> surgery was not necessary. <laughs> it exited. All things it, have been clear. On its own accord. <laughs> Merry 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 Oh, anyway, okay, we should call time to death. Okay, I'm gonna let you do it. You have the math in front of you. Twenty-one oh three. Beep.